0: Thank you for tuning in to The Grammar of Grief with your host, Uma Girish, the show that is dedicated to creating a safe space to discuss the big life questions around grief, loss, death, and dying. Now here's your host, Uma Girish.
1: Welcome. I'm so glad to be talking with you at this time. So what are we going to be talking about today? In today's episode, I'd love to discuss some ideas around being with the dying. In her book, Last Acts of Kindness, Lessons for the Living from the Bedsides of the Dying, author Judith Redwing Kaser writes, People tend to do what makes them feel comfortable when a loved one is dying. In an attempt to control their emotions, some make food, some drink, Others make plans and others take long walks. There are as many ways to grieve as there are humans grieving. As you listen to these words and reflect upon a time when you were that person whose loved one was dying, what comes to mind? What did you do? How did you manage your emotions? Did you sit with the pain or run from it? Did you get busy doing, doing, doing? Or were you able to touch the peace within and be present to your loved one's dying moments? Redwing writes, Once the dying process begins, death will occur. We cannot stop the process once it starts. We cannot change the course of life or death. In our culture, we are so accustomed to doing things, and yet what is required at the bedside of the dying is simply being. Isn't that precious? Just think about that. I also love a book title that I came across a few months ago. This book is written by a Vipassana meditation teacher and writer, Sylvia Burstein, and the title is, Don't Just Do Something, Sit There. Isn't that interesting? It's such a unique reversal of what we are all so used to. We often grow up hearing, don't just sit there, do something. And that's how we know it to be, right? Because doing is rewarded. Achievement is praised. Nobody values you for beingness. And so we grow up with this idea that doing more means being more. Being more in self-worth. So how do you do this thing called being, especially when so many of us have had so little modeling from our own families? I know from my work in hospice that being is what is really meaningful to the dying. The hustle and bustle of the hospital room is gone. The hissing machines have been silenced. The only goal is to keep the patient comfortable. And everyone from nurses to aides and volunteers to chaplain work toward that singular goal. There are many ways in which we can be present to someone who's dying. Number one, massage lotion into their hands or feet. This can be extremely soothing because the sense of touch is still present. And when you massage lotion into their hands or feet, It tells them that you care for them. Number two, pray over them or with them if they are still able to. Number three, if they are able to sit in a wheelchair, move them to where there is a pool of sunlight or into the garden where they can hear the birds sing and take in the sights of blooming flowers and just sit there and be present with them. Number four, read to them. Number five, sing to them. It often helps calm them and drift off to sleep. Number six, watch the rhythm of their breath and be present to your own breath. This is an amazing process, believe me. In that moment, you will come to the precious realization that your breath in every moment, something we usually take for granted, is such a unique and wonderful gift. So, tune into some amazing insights when you're sitting there and being present to their breath and your breath and trying to be aware of the rhythm of your breathing. There's no better gift you can give anyone than the gift of you, your time, your presence, your beingness. I hope you enjoyed this little episode. If you did, Please forward it to your friends, your community. Share this with people you know and love. Let's get the world healed one person at a time. Come visit my website umagirish.com and check out all the goodies I have for you there. I'm so blessed to know you and I send you love.
0: Thank you for listening to the Grammar of Grief with Uma Girish. If you enjoyed the program, please leave a review and rating on iTunes. Connect with Uma at www.umagirish.com. That's U-M-A-G-I-R-I-S-H.com for grief guidance and inspiration.